Welcome to Today on Broadway for Friday, February 8th, 2018. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. And I am Broadway star's James Marino. James, we've got some stuff coming up in the feed this weekend. Uh, I believe Jenna Tessa Fox uh, has a new spotlight interview with uh, choir boy star Chuck Cooper, correct? Chuck Cooper. Awesome. Chuck's a Tony winner. Uh, great great guy and uh really looking forward to hearing that and then also on saturday i have a new tell me more episode with Lindsay nicole chambers who is starring in the new off-broadway musical chick flick the musical um you might know Lindsay from uh from legally blonde from hairspray from lissa jones she was also one of the stars uh, of the show um submissions only the web series she did the tour of kinky boots she also grew up like 20 minutes from me in columbus ohio and we're about the same age so that was a lot of fun love that conversation and then of course you'll have this week on broadway on sunday but james before we got started i wanted to let everybody know there's something else we want to make sure that they are aware of programming wise we've mentioned it before but tonight in honor of black history month live from lincoln center will present dominique mariso's pipeline um, I think it's on at like nine o'clock, but check your local listings um, for time and channel. James, this is a show we've talked about before. You loved it. So I'm uh, really excited that not only people with Broadway HD can see it, but folks uh, around the country on PBS will be able to see it as well. Yeah. Um, again, we have to uh, beg forgiveness of our international uh, international listeners because I, we don't know if it's going to go out in any international uh, venues. But Pipeline, I really enjoyed the show. So if you do get the opportunity to see it, uh, check it out. Let us know what you thought about it. Um, and uh, if you're in an area that uh, you can't get it, then uh, let us know too. All right. So uh, first up in the news, uh, to start off your Friday morning, Gypsy Movie in the Works without Barbara Streisand involved. Why would you start our Friday morning like this? Because uh, we don't have a whole lot of news, and this is the biggest news we got. Um, okay. but yeah, it's pretty for, big news. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for years, decades, even Barbara Streisand worked to get a new big screen version of Gypsy made with either her directing and or starring. And we've talked about it uh, a number of times on the show, James, over the years, uh, as different rumors arose, um, writers, directors involved, all that stuff. Well, now it looks like she is officially giving up the mantle and passing it on to Gilmore Girls, Bunheads, and Marvelous Mrs. Maisel creator Amy Sherman Palladino as she is in talks to helm the project. No word on if the Emmy winner will also write the screenplay or if they will work from the one that Richard LeGravenet wrote for Babs. Um, no timeline yet, but they do have a producer and have funding from a studio, so it looks like this one is at least in pre-production and moving forward. In the Deadline article that announced the move, uh, they mentioned that Oscar nominee Melissa McCarthy's name has been bandied about to play Madam, not Mama, Rose, uh, as she's worked with ASP before as Suki on Gilmore Girls. What a crazy jump she made from playing the super sweet Suki to playing the <laughs> Uh, some of the raunchier parts she's done in Bridesmaid and other things over the years. But uh, James, uh, Sherman Palladino loves to incorporate performers from previous projects and new things. Uh, so I would be totally on board with like Lauren Graham and Sutton Foster showing up as as two of the strippers at the end. Rachel Brosnahan or Alexis Bledel would be great. Louise's Tony Shalhoub would be a perfect Herbie. Kelly Bishop could play Mrs. Cratchit or something. Um, I am firmly on record as an Amy Sherman Palladino fan, and um, I, I have lots of ideas, so she should call me, 
um, and just let me help with the casting. This is ridiculous. You need to wrap up your career at Broadway World and Broadway Radio and go cast because this is perfect. It's really good. I mean, just calling from her stable of folks yeah. and even even um it's like oh. uh it, it's like uh um uh the sorkin players you know <laughs> aaron yeah, sorkin yeah, uses yeah. his yeah joshua molina yeah. and mm-hmm. bradley whitford and all that stuff yeah. yeah i i um i i think this would be great i'm a, a big fan of gypsy and i hope this actually happens um it'll be interesting you know i actually thought at first you know if we're looking at the historic rose rather than the musical fable rose Mm -hmm. Sutton Foster would actually be the right age uh, because the show takes place over, you know, 15, 20 years. um, And she was fairly young in real life when she had uh, June and Louise. Uh, I don't know that she works as well in the story of the musical uh, just because Sutton Foster still, Obviously, she's on a TV show where, like, her character is supposed to look like she's in her 20s, even though she's not. Um, so she she doesn't look like she's someone past her prime and could no longer be a star. Um, but, I, you know, it, it's not the worst idea in the world to cast Sutton Foster as Rose. Hmm. I think Sutton Foster can do anything. In fact, perhaps after the all-female version of uh, – or a gender swap version of company comes to uh, New York, they should do a gender swap version of West Side Story and she could be Tony. That might be pushing it. That, that, that could hey, be pushing it. Hey, I'll cut you. <laughs> I will no, cut you. Very, very good uh, West Side Story uh, connection there too. Thank you. All right. Uh, let's take a first look at the Broadway bound, what the Constitution means to me. Yeah. Um, so earlier this week at the 2019 Makers Conference, Heidi Schreck gave an introduction and a performance from her upcoming Broadway show, What the Constitution Means to Me. What this conference is, is a bunch of people um, coming together to um, talk about uh, different topics ranging from criminal justice reform to workplace equality uh, to celebrating uh, women and young leaders. Uh, it was really cool. I have not seen the show. So uh, getting to hear her talk about it and then do part of the show was was really cool. She did say, I'm not going to do it all. You have to come to Broadway. Um, so, uh, But this was really neat. So if you're coming to Broadway or coming to New York in the spring and into the summer when what the Constitution means to me will be playing at the Helen Hayes Theater. And you wanted to kind of get an idea as to what it is, because, James, with all the talk we've we've had about it and all the, the great accolades that it has, I don't know that people really understand what it is. Yes, um, Heidi wrote it and stars in it, but um, even though you don't necessarily see this all in the video, it's not a one-person show. There are other members of the cast as well. Um, and But I think this is a really good opportunity for people to see what this show is because it is a really different type of project than what we're used to seeing on Broadway. So uh, I'm really excited to see Heidi back and uh, see how the show – grows. I don't want it to change, really. It was very good down at New York Theatre Workshop. But uh, I'm seeing, like, uh, I I don't know um, if this is a good parallel. You ever look at, like, the old old versions and the old logos for Google? Oh, yeah. Yeah, And, you know, when they were young... uh, Scrappy and hungry. (laughs) Exactly. When they were young, scrappy, and hungry. Um, And then the Google Today is so... Uh, so refined and so smart, and uh, and you find subtleties in there. And this is what I 
think that I'm seeing in at least the promos for what the Constitution means to me. So, um, yeah, I, I think this is a really good thing because it, it will make it a finished product for when it licenses and goes out either on tour with or without her. Absolutely. All right. What other news do we have? Okay, we've got a few things before we send you off into your other weekend. Yesterday, we learned that Waterwell's The Courtroom, which is uh, a, a play called from actual deportation hearing transcripts, will get another presentation this month on February 19th at the Green Space at WNYC and WQXR. The performance will be at 7 p.m., and there will be a talk back with the cast and crew following as part of WNYC's Macropolis series. So if you want to see that and couldn't from the first few performances, get these tickets. The other ones have been free, so I would assume this would be as well. Also on Thursday, we learned that the great Andrea Burns would be leading the New York premiere of Smart Blonde by playwright Willie Holtzman, not to be confused with Wicked book writer Winnie Holzman. Hmm. Uh, anyway, in, in the hmm. play, I, I was confused at first. Yeah. I thought yeah, it was yeah. a typo. Uh, but anyway, in the play, Burns will play legendary stage and screen star and certified genius Judy Holiday. This is not to be confused with the song from Smash, America's Smart Dumb Blonde, which is about Marilyn Monroe, even though Marilyn Monroe is a character in the play. This play begins performances on March 16th at 59 East 59th and is scheduled to run through April 13th. And finally, in some really cool news. This makes me very happy. Uh, last night, Tony winner James Monroe Iglehart announced that he has apparently found a new side hustle in addition to playing the Marquis de Lafayette and Thomas Jefferson and Hamilton on Broadway, because in March he will be pinning a Spider-Man story for Marvel. This story will be featured in the comic book company's ongoing series, Marvel Comics Presents Number 3. Iglehart's Spidey story will be a long one about Wolverine, another one about Captain America, and the issue will be available at comic book shops on March 27th. If what? you follow Iglehart on, uh, on social media at all, you know that he is not only a huge Disney fan, uh, be even before he won a Tony for playing the genie in Aladdin, but also a huge comic book fan. And this feels like a good time also to mention, because I don't know that I've ever talked about it before. And if I did, it was only in passing um, to talk about the popcorn project podcast, which is hosted by our friends, Brian and Kevin from broad wasted. Brian is a huge comic book fan, but Kevin had never seen any of the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies, so they are watching them one by one. And coincidentally, James Iglehart uh, was their guest on the Winter Soldier episode. Jeremy Jordan was on Age of Ultron. Aaron J. Albano was on Doctor Strange. I was on two episodes. Thank you very much. Uh, the, with the uh, talking about the Avengers and Captain America Civil War, and they've got other guests in there as well, including Kimberly from Broadway State as well. So if you like to hear adult theater nerds talking about uh, nerdy comic book movies, check out that show. But super excited for, for James, because this is not you, but I'm excited mm. for you in general. But Thank I you. go heart because this is uh, I, I would imagine this is like a dream come true for him. Well, two things. If uh, the issue is going to be available in comic book shops on March 27th, he is done penning it. It certainly has got to be in production yeah. already. Yeah, the, the <laughs> so that's very exciting. Is, yeah. Yeah. The artist is probably already uh, uh, drawing and painting it up by now. Yes, you're correct. And uh, how come we have no women involved in this? You know, it's all men here. In the Popcorn Project podcast? Yeah. Uh, there are women involved, just none that I thought people would necessarily uh, know the names for. I did mention Kimberly Schmidt. Oh, yeah. Um, who, okay. who co-hosts Broadwasted with them. And uh, um, there was there's some other women involved, too. Just I just picked out the names that I thought our listeners would know. Uh, did you see that uh, Mr. Hirschberg uh, did not one but two uh, articles in Forbes uh, this morning? 
So, oh. uh, yeah, uh, you know, nothing, nothing groundbreaking. One of them is uh, a uh, Ariana, Ariana Grande has got her song Seven Rings is hitting the top of the charts right now and it's got a mm-hmm. uh, Roger and Hammerstein uh, uh, feel to it. Uh, yes. And it's, it's got the uh, favorite things uh, music in it. So it, it's a, a throwback to Roger and Hammerstein uh, topping the pop charts, which is really exciting. And then uh, he talked about the Jersey Boys returning to Jersey, which we mentioned the other day as well. So, uh, yeah, Mark Hirschberg over at uh, Forbes, some uh, fun things to read to get us into the weekend. And why don't you get us into the weekend as well? All right. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Matt. And my name is James Marino from BroadwayRadio.com and BroadwayStars.com. Thanks for wrapping up the week with us. Uh, tomorrow morning, Janet Tessa Fox and Chuck Cooper are going to be talking in your ears. And in the afternoon, uh, Matt's going to be uh, chatting with Lindsay Nicole Chambers. And on Sunday, this week on Broadway. And then it's back to Monday where there might be a little bit of snow here in New York. But uh, Matt and I will be back in your ears, and we'll tell you what happened over the weekend. We'll talk to you then. No snow here. Never snow there. Well, it comes down on the streets in celebration during the holidays. Well, that's fake snow. Yes, it is very fake snow. It's soap. But Mr. Tiffany's in bottles of bubbles Crawled with tattoos who like getting in trouble Lashes and diamonds, ATM machines Buy myself all of my favorite things Been through some bad shit, I should be a savage Who would have thought it turned me to a savage? Rather be tied up with calls and my strings Write my own checks like I write what I sing, yeah.